Well, thank you for letting me come back again this Sunday uh, to preach. Pastor Ray just thinks he's going to where the fun is. It's going to be some fun in here. We're going to get the Word of God. I want the pastors from India to come. We got India represented in the house today. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Amen. And I'm just going to refer to him as pastor from India because when he tells you your name, you're going to understand why I'm saying pastor, all right? But uh, these are dear friends from India. I love India. It's one of my, uh, I say, favorite places to visit. It's a beautiful country, and it is a great place to visit. I've been there many times. We've got a great campus there in India. And these are some uh, other pastors from India, but we do have a connection, we found out. Uh, because of our COTR seminary in Visakhapatnam, India. But I want you to introduce yourself and introduce your father, and he's going to pray for us in his native language, and uh, it's going to set the pace for this service. Amen. Thank you very much, sir. I greet you all in the precious name for Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I consider it's my pleasure and privilege to stand before you to share some greeting words at you. Really, Oh, God is a great God. He's the God of doing wonders and miracles in our life. My name is uh, Pastor Anand. I'm being in the ministry since 17 years. Uh, I'm taking care of uh, four churches in a different villages. And also, he's my dad, uh, Pastor Babu Rao. Since 15 years, he's being in the ministry. He's the senior pastor there. He's also taking care of uh, four churches and also uh, we are running a small harpanage uh, having a 32 children uh, and also uh, we are very much thankful to the uh, brother Daniel we are very much thankful to him since uh, uh, two years we are having the fellowship with him uh, last year he came to India he did a, a nice work uh, we conducted the seminars in a different part, different places, and also they are very much uh, uh, encouraged and uh, uh, helpful to the children home, what we are running. Uh, at this time, we are very much thankful to him. And also, uh, at this moment, just I would like to tell one word. Pride is the key for every Christian. For success and victorious life, yeah. we need to maintain their prayer. Amen. Prayer is the powerful weapon uh, for the Christians. So without prayer, we cannot success anything. That's right. More prayer, more power. Mm-hmm. Less prayer, less, less power. power. Amen. So prayer is, prayer is not the begging. We have to know that prayer is not the begging. Prayer is uh, fellowship with the God. Prayer is connection with the God. Uh, not only we should not merely praying with the lips, but we have to pray in the bottom of our hearts. God will honor that prayer. So not only that, we have to pray in spirit. God has a special plan and purpose in each and everyone. 
so uh, god can god has to establish his plan and purpose we need to pray in spirit thank you very much Amen. for this great opportunity uh, given to us uh, we are very much thankful to the pastor uh, uh, last session we heard a very nice blessed message from him now my dad uh, pastor babulo he is going to pray for you all and also i am very much thankful to you each and everyone may god bless you and your families and your jobs uh please continue to pray with us we will pray for you praise the lord amen praise the lord praise the lord god is good god is great yesu christu prabhu var ninna nedu repu యాకరీతిగా ఉన్నవాడు యేసు ఇవాళ చేసిన అద్భుత అప్పుడు చేసిన అద్భుతాలు ఇప్పుడు చేయగల సమర్థుడు పద్నాలుగ సంవత్సరంలో ప్రభుని అంగీకరించాను in the age of 14 after 3 years i have learned the word of god in the bible school prabhu chepin reethiga oka kugramulo seva cheyataki vellenu as god leads i went to a small village to do the ministry india is not a christian country that is hindu country you know that india is not a christian country it's rooted with the hindu చెంపదెబ్బలు కొట్టారు uh they beaten him in the slap aa samilo venukulu tagipoyindi because of that uh, time he lost his hearing marshal matla pena padaka povachu nowadays i am not able to hear whatever you speak to me devulu swara matram intanki devudu krupa chupinchadu amen god has given me the privilege to hear his voice god's voice my my son na kumarudu cheppadu prarthana gurinchi so my son told about the prayer oka pariye nenu prarthana chesanu once i prayed in a situation ninna nedu repu yakriti kuda adbhutamulu chese devudu our god is the god of yesterday today tomorrow he will do the miracles in all the times you know meeku telusu eliya sangathi you know the uh, prophet eli eliya elija కాకులతో ఆహారాన్ని పంపించాడు గాడ్ హెస్ ఫిడ్ ఫెడ్ ద ఎలియా విత్ ద క్రోస్ క్రాస్ దేవుని సంతలో ప్రార్థించాను వన్స్ ఐ ప్రేడ్ ఇన్ ద ప్రెజెన్స్ ఆఫ్ గాడ్ దేవుని సువార్త చేయటానికి కూడు లేక ఎనిమిది రోజుల పస్తులు ఉండి సువార్త చేసిన సమయంలో సో వెన్ ఐ ప్రైడ్ ఐ డోంట్ హ్యావ్ ద ఫుడ్ ఫర్ ఎయిట్ డేస్ ఒకసారి కాదు అలాగే ఎన్నో పర్యాయాలు not only one time many times i have done the ministry like that oka jatha patlo samachara 8 nellu vutukuni raatule sochina mata yes little yeah okay great so, sorry messenger great pastor wonderful message 
please excuse me one minute so please excuse us we have a, a very senior most pastor in no our problem. midst no uh, problem no problem no problem praise the lord hallelujah na bariya సువార్తికే వచ్చి దెబ్బలు తిని వచ్చి పడుకున్నాం పాకలోంగ్ పెట్టుకుని a stomach and she is saying like this emandi lopadunna shishu kadaratledu emandi the child inside the womb is not moving because 8 days uh, not taking any food ikkada evvaru leru manake here uh, no one is favor to us evvaru edena jarigithe manu eva vaale so if anything happen at this moment what we have to do i vela prarthinchenu so that night he has prayed to the god lubadbutalu chese devudu vani he prayed like this oh god you are the uh, doing wonders and miracles in our lives na bariga kadupinda bhojanu petalenu vani ayipoyanu i am not able to give the food to my wife na devudu venu goppa adbutalu chese goppa dhanavantulugu but you are the richest god you are the great god you can do the wonders i am praying so when i pray like that ad ratri samayalo deep melginchadanu kodu krishnaal ledu yeah that is the night time we don't have the light and the in those days uh, we don't have the electricity we used to candle the uh, little with the kerosene we uh, mm-hmm. we give the light to that uh, bulb ad ratri padukunna samayalo that night we slept without to light ad ratri sound vinapadutundi he heard uh, noise in the room and sound okay shabdam vinapadutundi he is afraid of about the about the noise what he is hearing light velgin chotaku ledu so he don't he don't we don't have the light to lighten no kerosene devudu maatho unnadu sangathu telusu but we have know that god is with us yeertu tho prarthana chesanu so with tears i am praying you are you అద్భుతములు చేసే దేవుడి కడుపుని చేసుకుని ఏడ్చి ప్రార్థించగా అద్భుతాలు చేసేది దేవుడు హాలల్లోయా సో ఐ ప్రైడ్ లైక్ దట్ గాడ్ హెస్ డన్ ఎ గ్రేట్ మార్కల్ ఇన్ దట్ నైట్ ఎలుకలు గ్రముల్ని రంధ్రం చేసాయి uh Morning. you know the one thing is happened and the night uh, the rats you know the rats the rats came to my house uh making one hole uh, and uh, coming to my house but 
he, uh, the rats brought a lot of mud in my house room that's adi samuelo padi dhanyam kuda baitiki vacheyi yeah with that mud mingle with that mud mud some rice you know the grains rice grains uh, come with the mud be chusinappudi matti entani beer chemo so we astonished uh, when we saw that mud but the children kuda baite pommantaru but we astonished that uh, what happened with the mud the grain also coming what we have to do we thought like that yechi prarthinchaga dantlo na bharyo dantlo dhanyam unde matti unde dan separate cheddar ani cheppi so my wife uh, my mother gave an advice that uh, the mud which is having the grains we can separate from the mud she thought she she said like that paata gotumukla teesi dan vattaga and uh, we take an a uh, world cloth and uh, we Applied press that. we press with the, the mud and the grains which is the grains is having there uh, the grains came out and 2 uh, kilos rains uh, grain wow. god has provided praise the lord glory hallelujah so god has fed us with 8 months with the rats praise the lord <laughs> Amen. 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 Yes, Adgudamulu cheyavadu. Really our God is there doing wonders in our lives. Ninna repo ivela adbudamulu cheyagala devudu. He's the God of doing wonders yesterday today and tomorrow. Amen. Praise the Lord. Very poor. Nabopperene mandi pillalu unnaru. I have a touch to our fun children. Please pray. uh please remember in your prayers about them meer chakkani prajalu chirdani ma daggiriki vachadu ento nalundi premato chusadu chillan home ayidu kuda so uh, our brother daniel he visited our children home he provided many things to the children we are very much thankful to him birandra chaala andamaina prajalu you are very beautiful uh men and women we are very much thankful to you powerful pastor and also we have a the revival pastor a great dynamic pastor message pastor hallelujah the great message you pray i am pray chill prarthan chestunna telugulo mavalu chustunna okay we'll, yeah, we'll pray thank you mahaganulunu mahonnotulunu sarvashakti galigina deva yes jesus idanarani bedalto undatanniki entho krupa chupinchu Lord you given us a privilege to be with these people. Nu goppa devudu. You are the great God. Me prasastha raktamu chetamamali vimochinchavu. You have uh, cleanses with your precious blood. Me raktam maala andarulo undi. We have your blood. Nee raktana betti me vandaram kuda nee varam. With your blood we are all your children. Ninna betti me vandaram kuda nee varam ayipoyam. Because of you we are all the brothers and sisters in your name. Praise the Lord hallelujah we, we praise you lord na sahodaralu koraku na sisters koraku brothers koraku prarthisthunamu and now we have you have given us the privilege to pray these people those who are my brothers and sisters sangam nabruddhi cheyandi lord you bless the church and apadivini tenimpandi you bless you pour atma abhishekamu tenimpandi you fill with your spirit meere deetlo undandi lord jesus you fill spirit medasuna balamaga vaadukondi use your servant mightily in our midst in the jesus name in jesus name we do humbly pray amen amen, amen. thank amen. you very much thank you very much
Well, I love India. Love Indian people. Thankful for the rats. Amen. Well, the rats that fed him. I'm not thankful. Am I on my mic on? Can y'all hear me just fine? All right. I'm coming on. Hey, my wife showed up. My wife has been at a retreat down in Glen Rose, uh, speaking of ladies' retreat, and uh, she was able to come. Uh, grateful for what the Lord's done in her. She's had knee surgery and, and re- been recovering from that for several weeks, but she's uh, walking and uh, going to do what God's called her to do. So I'm grateful for my wife, Susan, my daughter, Kim, her husband, Ken, and so we're grateful to be here. And I'm grateful for your pastor for allowing me to come uh, for the second time and uh, bring a message uh, that's going to, I believe it's going to encourage us. It's a needed message for this particular hour, all right? Uh, I, I want you to take your Bibles and turn with me to the book of Jude. If you go to the book of Revelation and just go backwards, you'll come to the book, little book of Jude. And we're actually going to study a whole book of the Bible this morning. It's one chapter, there's 25 verses. Now, I won't go verse by verse, but I will take some time to read some scriptures to you that I think are going to be very important uh, for us today, just as as important as it was for uh, those that Jude was writing to. Now, who was Jude? We're going to read in... Jude, verse 1. You got your Bibles? You got it? Jude, verse 1. Jude, a bondservant of Jesus Christ and brother of James. Jude, a bondservant of Jesus Christ. That's what, how he referred to himself. But let me tell you who he was. He said, I'm also the brother of James. James was... One of the leaders of the churches, right after the church was birthed. My mic's not working? All right. Uh, that's better. Is this one working? Ah, there we go. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. All right. But Jude was the brother of James, and James was a leader in the church of Antioch, one of the leading pastors uh, after the church was birthed, after the day of Pentecost. James was the half-brother of Jesus. So that makes Jude who? A half-brother of Jesus. Now, he doesn't flaunt that. He didn't say, let me tell you who I am. I'm the half-brother of Jesus. He doesn't do that. He said, I'm a bondservant of Jesus. Why? Because Jude and his brothers, James being one of them, and his sisters, did not believe that Jesus was who he said he was when he was coming on the scene. They did not believe him. Matter of fact, when he was out preaching one day, his brothers and sister and mother showed up to where he was preaching, and they wanted to take Jesus home with them. They came in to Jesus and said, Jesus, uh, your brothers and sisters are out here, and they want to have a word with you. They thought maybe he was a little off. We better get this boy home. But Jesus said, who is my mother, my brother's? my sister, but he that obeys what I have to say. That's who my mother and brother and sister is. So he was not a believer. 
Who did Jesus entrust his mother to when he was hanging on the cross? Was it his brothers or sisters? No. It was John the Beloved, his closest friend, a believer in who he said he was, the Messiah. But it was after his death, burial, and resurrection that the blinders were taken off his half-brothers and sisters, and they believed that Jesus was the Christ. And Jude refers to himself, now I'm just a bondservant of the Lord Jesus Christ. He realized he was the Lord. So Jude is writing, and who's he writing to? If you go back and we read, he says, mercy Peace and love be multiplied to you. Beloved, while I was very diligent to write to you concerning our common salvation. Jude said, now, I was just going to simply write to you, my beloved believers in the Lord Jesus. I was going to write about our common salvation. I was going to write a letter of encouragement. But something's happened. He said, now... I found it necessary to write to you, exhorting you to contend earnestly for the faith for which was once all delivered to the saints. He said, I've gotten word, and you read it in the next verse, that certain men have crept into the church, and they're teaching things that are contrary to what I've been teaching you, what you learned from the apostles, what you learned from Jesus himself. They're teaching false doctrines. They've wormed themselves in to your midst, and you haven't even recognized them. And they're teaching things that are just contrary to what you know to be the truth. They're contrary to the gospel. They're not even believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, when I read that, I realized that what was going on in Jude's day is going on in our day right now. There are people that have wormed their way into the body of Christ and they are teaching things that are contrary to the gospel. They're teaching things like Jesus couldn't be the only way to heaven. There's got to be many ways to heaven. But Jesus says, I am the way. Jesus said, no one can go to the Father except through me. And you say, hey, warning. There's people teaching things that's not right. It's contrary to the Word of God. I was watching a video this week, and this was a, I don't call it a church. I call it a fake church. But they were in a church building. This, quote, pastor was wearing his robes, and he had his paraphernalia on. And he was standing in the altar, and there was a group of children in the altar sitting, listening to him. Next to him was a cross-dressing drag queen known as, he's the, he, she, it was the associate pastor, dresses as a drag queen, calls himself Miss Pentecost. Children were in the altar. The pastor gets up and quotes the Bible. You know, the Bible says we're not to be conformed to this world, that we're to be different. And it's okay to be different. And I'm listening to this, and I'm appalled. I said, no, not in the 
church house in the altar of the church. And I began to pray and I said, Lord, if that man does not repent, he's going to perish. Woe to those who cause a little one to fall away. It'd be better for a millstone to be tied around their neck than cause a little one to be offended. And these children were just wide-eyed, listening and laughing. And I thought, this is what's going on in the world we're living in right now. It may not be that as aware as that. As you look at that, you go, no, that's wrong. But I'm telling you, there are people that are worming their way, teaching things that are contrary to the Word of God. When they teach uh, uh, that in the church that abortion rights are okay, they, they forget what God said about that. That God knows us in our mother's womb. When they teach about the transgender movement and they teach that there are more genders and they just smell and feel. Not according to the word of God. And Jude is teaching this and he's giving us a warning. Watch out. People are worming themselves in and they're trying to teach you things that are contrary to the gospel itself goes on to say in verse 17, But you, beloved, remember the words which were spoken before by the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, how they told you that there would be mockers in the last time who would walk according to their own ungodly lust. These are essential persons. They cause divisions, not having the Spirit. Those people who worm their way into the church, they're trying to cause division in the church, and they are. But they don't have the Spirit. And he gives us this warning. Then he gives us some exhortation. First of all, my, I've got five points. First one is we've got to contend for the faith. That means we've got to fight. We've got to go to war. We've got to agonize, and it's the Greek word agonize. We've got to stand up for what is right. You know, when I saw these men, these pastors from India, I thought about the American church, and they were thanking God for the American church because we have been the greatest supporters of missions work around the world. And if we don't watch out, the American church will lose its value. We're valuable to to God right now and the kingdom of God because we're sending missionaries, we're sending money, we're preaching the gospel around the world. But if we're not careful... And our lampstand will be taken down because we've lost our light because we've allowed those that have come in that are preaching things contrary to the gospel of Christ. So I'm urging you today, let's contend for the faith. Let's fight this good fight of faith. Secondly, goes on to say, but you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. We've got to contend for the faith, and we've got to build ourselves up in the faith. How do you do that? You do that by praying in the Holy Spirit. One of the last pieces of the armor in Ephesians chapter 6 is the piece of armor of called prayer, praying with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, watching thereunto with perseverance and supplication for all saints. We build ourselves up in our most holy faith as we pray. And right now we're getting some resistance. And the only way you get stronger is you've got to push back against resistance. Now look, 
I look down here today. Stand up. Come, come here, stand up here. Carlos, look at this guy. You know how he got arms like that? He resisted. He lifted some weights, and he resisted, and he got stronger and stronger. And I, when I look at in the mirror, that's what I look like in the mirror, you know. <laughs> it's really what I look like when I look in the spiritual mirror. That we're resisting evil, and we're building our faith muscles. You build yourself up in your... Thank you, Carlos. I appreciate you, man. I'm glad you're on the front row. But we got to build ourselves up by praying in the Holy Spirit. How should we build ourselves up? By reading the Word of God. Faith comes by what? Hearing. Hearing by the Word of God. You're being built up in your faith right now as you hear this book of Jude being proclaimed. Your faith is being built up. We got to build up our faith. We got to contend for the faith. We got to build up our faith. We do it by prayer. We do it by the word. And we do it by fellowship. This is, you fellowship with each other. You being here in church is building your faith. You built my faith. When I got here this morning, it was raining pretty hard. I thought, oh Lord, is that going to keep people away? You know what? We had a great crowd in the first service. And then, here you came. You build my faith. Listen to the Word of God. Now, I, I, I read this quite a bit, but this is one of my uh, favorite scriptures. Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. Let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking assembling of ourselves together as a matter of some. But exhort one another so much the more as you see the day, that is the day of his coming, approaching. You being here builds up your faith. You're going to walk away stronger than you are right now. I used to work at President's Health Club back in the day. My brother-in-law ran President's Health Club in Dallas. I used to work there, believe it or not. I led people in workouts. And right before they started their workout, we would say, flex your arm. And they would flex their arm, and we would measure their arm. Then after they worked out, come over here, flex your arm now. We would measure, and it had grown stronger because the muscles had swelled up. Guess what? Your muscles, spiritual muscles, are going to swell up here right now. You're going to build yourselves up, your most holy faith. All right, let's continue. Build yourself, contend for the faith. Build yourself up in the faith. Verse 21, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ into eternal life. And on some have compassion, making a distinction. Now, what in the world does that mean? On some have compassion. It means on those who are doubting or wavering in their faith. On some, we've got to have compassion. We've got to help them. They're wavering in their faith. And we've got to, those of us that are stronger in our faith, we've got to come alongside of those that are wavering in their faith and help build them up, lift them up. Uh, last Sunday, I had a couple came into the altar after the service was over with, and they said they had just come into this area. They had found this church and, said, we're having some struggles at home. 
and we seem to be wavering in our faith. We're not as strong as we once were in our faith. Oh, I said, will you come back next Sunday? I trust they did. If they're here or we're in that other service, because there are some people around us that are wavering. Why? Because everything is pulling, trying to pull us out of the faith. You remember when Jesus came to Peter and said, Peter, Satan is asking for you. He desires to sift you like wheat. But I pray for you, what? That your faith would not fail. The devil is after your faith. And he wants to get you away from this right here. He wants you to get out of the word of God. He doesn't want you reading the Word because he knows when you read the Word, he's in trouble. He doesn't want you praying because he knows when you pray, he's in trouble. So he's trying to pull you away from the faith. That's what he's after. So we've got to contend for the faith. We've got to build ourselves up in the faith. And we've got to help those that are weak in faith. And there's people around you today that are weak in faith. I'm here to help you today. Some, uh, some this is all you're going to remember out of this. Some of you, You've got to love the hell out of people. Some people you can just love the hell out of them. You just love on them, show mercy to them, show compassion, and they'll just, oh, man, I want Jesus. I don't want the enemy. So you can love the hell out of them. But listen to the next part. On some have compassion, and you'll help them as they waver in their faith. But others save with fear pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment defiled by the flesh. Some, you can love the hell out of them. Some, you've got to scare the hell out of them. Now, somebody just woke up and said, what did the preacher just say? (laughs) I'm telling you the truth. Hellfire and brimstone are necessary messages every once in a while. Now, I don't want a steady diet of that. But every once in a while, you need some sinners in the hand of an angry God. You need something that will just wake you up. Say, I'm not going to go that way. I'm going to go this way. And there are some people that we need to rescue because they have no faith. And we've got to rescue those who have. We actually have got to reach into the fire. They're dying. They're about to be consumed. We've got to reach in and pull them out and rescue them. By, as I said, scaring the hell out of them and let them know that there is a place called hell. And if they don't repent, they're going there. Some you can love, some you got to reach only by fear. Rescue those that have no faith. And when you speak the word of God to people, you're building up their faith. You're giving them seed for faith to grow up in them. And they can say, oh yeah, I do believe that. Whosoever calls on them shall be saved. Oh, I believe that. That's our responsibility. You realize you are, and I am, an ambassador for Christ, 2 Corinthians 5.20. I'm an ambassador for Christ. You know what I'm here? I'm standing in Christ's stead. Jesus is not here in the flesh. He's in heaven. I'm standing, and you are standing in Christ's stead, pleading with people, the Bible says, begging them to be reconciled to God, to get right with God. Because if they don't get right with God, what's going to happen? They're going to spend eternity outside his kingdom. God doesn't want that. You know what? I don't want that. One man in this altar this morning told me, he said, you know, I don't know what's going on in me, but sometimes I see people 
and I just start weeping for them. I don't even know why. What, what is that? I said, it could be the gift of mercy that when you see somebody, you begin to empathize. You begin to say, ooh, I hurt with them. And you may never, may never even talk to them, but you begin to intercede for them, praying for them, that they will repent and come to know Jesus. They will get the help that they need. That's the message of Jude. Contend for the faith. Build yourself up in the faith. Help those that are weak in faith. And rescue those who have no faith. And then we come to praise Him who is the founder of our faith. Look at verses chapter... Got your Bibles? I hope you got your Bibles. Get your phones out. Verses 24-25. I want us to read it together. This is the blessing. This is the doxology, the blessing of the one who's given us faith in the first place. Read it with me, verse 24. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to God our Savior, who alone is wise, be glory, majesty, dominion, power, both now and forever. Amen. Oh, I like that. I praise the one who's given me faith to believe. There was a day I didn't believe. Now, listen, I got saved when I was six years old at a vacation Bible school. I don't know how it happened, but one of my vacation Bible school teachers preached the gospel, told me about John three sixteen that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. I believed that. I said yes to Jesus. I got saved. I was water baptized. Jesus knew, better save that boy early. If I don't save him early, the world's going to be in a mess with him around. Because I was a pretty Dennis and Menace kind of guy. I was a mess. And Jesus saved me early. And he's kept me all these years. I never wandered away too far from the faith. I'm telling you, the greatest testimony your children can ever have is a testimony that I've always stayed in the house of God, in the present, I never wandered away too far. That's my testimony. I always thought, sometimes when I heard an evangelist come through and talked about all the things they did and how they got saved out of prison, how they got saved out of drugs, I thought, man, I don't have a testimony. I need to go do something. So I can come back and tell my story. But the greatest story your children will tell that are in children's church is let me tell you about the keeping power of Jesus. Now unto him who is able to keep us safe until he comes again. Well, that's my message, and I'm sticking with it. Because it's the word of God. Well, let me say to anyone in this room today, if you don't know Jesus... I don't know how you do it, how you live in this world without Jesus. I told you about my time in Hawaii when we thought the missile was coming in, and me and my wife were in Hawaii. I told you about that last week. We got up that morning after we had that missile threat, thought we might go be with the Lord. Got up the next morning, we got an Uber, and we were going to church, and Uber driver, we said, man, what, what were you doing when you got that alert on your phone about a missile coming into Hawaii? He said, I panicked. My roommate began to weep out loud. And we began to talk to him about that. 
And I realize that people that do not know the Lord, when something like that happens, it's all out panic. It's all out fear. They can't walk in the peace of God because they don't have the peace of God. But I'm so glad that I know Him. And regardless of what goes on in this world, whoo, I can rest in Him because He's going to keep me. He's going to present me before His Father, faultless because of what He has done. And if you don't know Him, let today be the day you say yes to Jesus. We're going to pray here in just a moment. Our intercessors are going to come into this altar. They're going to be here to pray with you. Now, there's no magic formula to giving your heart to Jesus. The Bible says, whosoever calls on His name will be saved. And it says they've got to hear the Word of God. You've heard it today. And if you just call in His name, all you have to do is say, Jesus, I want you. And He will forgive you of your sin. Think about that. All your past, He'll forgive it. And He'll give you a brand new life. You can start over right here today. Brand new life in Him. And you can walk in the peace of God. You can join us contending for the faith we're talking about. Maybe you've been away from them. You're wavering in your faith. You're weak in faith. Well, we're here to encourage you. These prayers want to pray with you, and they want to encourage you in your faith. So if you stand with me, let's stand together. I want to do one other thing before we leave, so please don't leave. You may want to be here for this, what I'm going to do. We're going to ask our intercessors and prayers to come and stand at this altar. They're here to pray with you, given an invite to come to Jesus. Well, I can remember being in church services where they were singing that old Baptist hymn, Just as I am without one plea, but that blood was shed for me. And I can remember many times when the Lord was convicting me and I needed to go into the altar and just to get right with Him. In the Baptist church, we called it rededication. I rededicated myself. I would hold on to that back of the pew. And I would squeeze hard because I didn't want to walk down that aisle. But when I did, whoo, something just swept all over me. And it was a release. And I could hear the Spirit just say, you're forgiven. Come on home. It's all right. Some of you need to do that today. That's what these prayers are for. So, Lord, I come to pray for everyone in this room right now. Lord, there are some that are unbelievers and they have no faith, but they've heard the word of faith. Something's rising up in them. And when take that step into this altar, Lord, they're going to be changed forever. Lord, someone that's wavering in their faith. Lord, they're going to come and they're going to pray a prayer with these intercessors. And Lord, they're going to be encouraged and be stronger in their faith than they've ever been before. So, Lord, we commit this prayer time to you. We honor you, Lord. Thank you for being our Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's just sing a song of faith and invitation. If you need to come for prayer, you come. We're going to sing it just through one time. And there's something else we're going to do, and I'm going to encourage you to come if you need prayer right now. Thank you. Jesus is calling.
Jesus is calling. spoke to me during the week and he said there will be some people at church that they're just struggling a little bit and I know what it's like to struggle uh, sometimes you just don't have enough money to put gas in your car especially nowadays and you may have driven in and you looked at your tank and it's empty and it's screaming I'm empty and you wonder well I made it to church I'll just pray I'll make it home well, if you're in need today, and it's not, I'm not going to pay your house bill or your electric bill, but if you need gas in your car or you need food on your table. I realize people come to church sometimes and they just, they don't have what it, to, to, for their next meal. Nobody should come to church and leave wondering, what am I going to eat? I want to take care of that today. And I've got some money to take care of that. Matter of fact, the first service, they sowed a seed into some of you. And if you have a need today, and I don't want you to be embarrassed about it, because sometimes we are, but we are a body of believers. I mean, there have been times, hey, I know what it's like to dig through your car looking for change, to buy diapers or baby formula or digging through, trying to, oh man, maybe I can get a hamburger. I know what that's like. And I don't want anybody to leave that way. Don't be embarrassed about it. You just come down. We'll take care of you. Alright? We'll do that. And uh, It's just something that the Lord said, won't you do it? i got to obey Him. It's not my money. It's His money. 
So he's going to take care of it for you, all right? Well, before that happens, we're going to shout. And we're going to shout, fight, fight, fight. And I want you to go out here, let's contend. Let's fight for this wonderful faith that we have. It's a great faith. Amen? Are you ready? Any other announcements I need to make? Anything else? That's it. Okay, you ready? Let's do it on the count of three. Ready? One, two, three. Fight, fight, fight. Woo! Go do it.